Welcome to uh, Not My Rabbit Hole with Terry Joyce. Uh, I'm actually um, recording this a little late. It's act it's 12.15 a.m. Normally, I try to have my, my episode uploaded at 12 a.m., but uh, it's going to be a little late today. And the reason why is that I'm a student, and uh, I'm, I went back to college to get a degree in journalism, and uh, I had an anthropology exam, not an exam, but an, a quiz. I'm studying, we are studying primates, and uh, also a, a chapter re review paper, but it was really challenging. It was challenging for me to complete it today uh, because, well, first of all, I had a job interview, and it was at 2.30 today. And I was getting ready for the interview. I was getting ready to, I, matter of fact, I think I plugged in my flat iron. And all of a sudden, the alarm goes off and uh, asking us to evacuate. And the p people who were in the front office at our building were here, right? But then people, they were pounding on our doors. Boom, boom, get out, get out, get out. There's gas, there's gas, get out, get out, you know? And I'm like, oh my God. So we get out and we're waiting outside. And then about maybe 15, 20 minutes later, they go, okay, fine. You can go back to your room. And it did, it really smelled like gas. It was really, really bad, really bad. And lo and behold, you know, I leave, I leave to go to my, uh, my interview and it was raining. Like all of a sudden it was just like pouring down rain. And uh, I had to, you know, just walk across the street for my interview so I went back, I got my umbrella, I stepped outside first, I went back, got my umbrella, came back, you know, did the interview, and then um, did some shopping, got a Swifter, because my mom said that it would be really good if I got a Swifter so I could sweep my studio. And then when I get back, I, you know, the cops are here and they're around the door of my neighbors. And, you know, there's a little bit, it seems like a little bit of an altercation going on and somebody's being like escorted out. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, later on, I find out, and this guy next to me has been, the people next to me, they're kind of a nuisance. They play music all night, sing that thump, 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 you know, and, um, I was taking my math exam, you know, and, and, uh, in class, but we have it where we're hooked up by zoom. So the teacher can see us while we're in our house doing the exam. And it sounded like a, a SWAT team came in and they were just like, Oh, they have things like hitting all over the floor and you know, absolute craziness. And I had to stop, I had to stop the exam. And it was an exam that I did not do well on. Now my other ones I've been I've been doing pretty good, but um, but this one uh, was you know not my best, and I think that had something to do with it. And so I get back. Okay, the cops are here, right? Later on, I'm talking to another person who lives on the other side of him. He's between us, and she tells me that. The gas leak, the gas smell that we all had to evacuate with was for was for the fact that he was huffing in his room. He had a gas can in there. And he was and there were all these gas rags everywhere. And 
honestly, a lot of people have been going in and out of there. I don't know. There's a lot of traffic. So how many people have been doing that? I mean, like, I thought, oh, yeah, something's going on. Either he's selling drugs or there's some drug activity or whatever. And then, you know, now I find out, you know, and then he got evicted. But actually, he's, he's back. He came back tonight. All right. And the door's been ajar to that room. I saw him, his hand come out. I mean, whatever. He's playing music. I, I thought I smelled gasoline. You know, I, I posted on Facebook and some of my friends were um, really funny. And if I can pull it up uh, quick enough, I'm, I, I might be able to quote some of the, the lines, that the, the things that they said in response. Because it was, it, was, it was kind of funny. Like one person said, I go, yeah, they were having gasoline. And they go, well, that's an expensive drug habit these days. I thought that was just like really, you know, that was just really, really funny. And, um, I, you know, or, or my friend Franchi San Pedro said, or just toss a cigarette and a lighter through the door and run. Uh, then, uh, yeah, another guy, he says, Joe Fox, he must be pretty well off to be able to afford enough gas to huff. And then, uh, you know, Kenny Davis, oh shit, yeah, you may be in for a long night. Um, and uh, then another friend of mine said, someone could be evicted. You know, it's like these days, uh, you know, it's just, things are just bizarre, really, you know, for me today, you know, from, from all of it, from having to be, having to evacuate while I'm preparing to go to, to a job interview. And then I know I have to take this anthropology test and I finally got it done. And, uh, and then after that, I said, okay, you know what? I'm still going to do a, I'm still going to do my podcast and just kind of document this. And I, I'm trying to figure out what the title might be to this. Like I thought like, you know, Hugh Hefner docu-series and uh, I record this while my, while my neighbor is huffing gasoline, you know, <laughs> or I don't know. I mean, something, you know, it's got to have something with, my, you know, the evening my neighbor huffed gasoline next door while I did my podcast. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I have to, I have to include that, you know, because when, like I said, like when in a sentence, are you ever going to say that? Like, oh my God, I had to evacuate for, you know, for gasoline. It's got, you know, we thought like a pipe was broken or something like that. No, the dude next to me is just huffing, you know, apparently a, um, a really expensive drug. And also there's stuff going upstairs. I, I, I feel like the, I, this man is screaming and yelling, a lot of running around and, you know, and, and I don't know if he's threatening people. I don't know what the hell's going on. But, um, and I called the police. I said, look, we have a security number to call here. And then finally I, you know, and they goes, well, you know, we'll have like somebody go out there and ch- check it out. I go, dude, did you not say we had to evacuate? Like, like my feeling is like, what if this jerk off like decides to just blow everybody up tonight? Or like, what if I just fall? Like, what if it's just like so much of it's going on that if I fall asleep, I just don't wake up again? You know what I mean? Like, these are the things that I worry about. And should I be worried? Should I just be like the security guy? Oh yeah, well you know, the cops still are not here yet. You know, the cops are. I called the cops like two hours ago, but it, this must be a low possibility. You know, it's like. Oh yeah, that's like subsidized housing to you know help you know, with the homeless issue and the pandemic housing that we 
you know, cut a, cut a ticker tape on it as the mayor. And we'll just take our time. Cause you know, those are the lower end people, you know, if they blow themselves up, who gives a fuck? Right. 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 No big deal. Everything's just fine. Okay. I just had to get that off my chest for a second. Cause you know, it's been one of those days, but still, still, I'm going to brag for a moment. I, when I took my qu- quiz and I, I, I mean that like the other day I go, I didn't even get to really study the way I wanted to study. And I only missed one question. So, you know, <laughs> mission accomplished. And I'm going to, uh, you know, we're going to, uh, I'm going to, you know, upload this podcast and give you a, a brief update uh, of, of what it's about. But before I do, if you want to uh, support my uh, college fund, uh, you can do so here at Anchor. Now, I know you might be hearing this on other platforms, but if you do go to Anchor or you see in my description, uh, you will find uh, a way to, uh, you know, if you want to support me and become a member and donate to my college fund, uh, there is the four ninety nine area that's I've, I've designated for that. And if you do, uh, I, I really thank you because I'm working on getting better at doing this and also um, be a better journalist to actually maybe be a journalist and act and know what I'm doing when I'm, when I'm, when I'm journaling. Okay. So the show tonight is about uh, it, it's the secrets of playboy. It's the docuseries that's been going on about Hugh Hafner's uh, life. And so I, uh, I had pre-recorded this actually, all right? This is a clip out of a show that I did last week, but I wanted to save it uh, to talk about it this week uh, because of the fact, because because of, of, of what it entails and, you know, who, who, who not only who Hugh Hefner was and what he did and how he changed uh, American culture and how we we viewed human sexuality. Like I've been sitting about primate sexuality, which by the way is really interesting. Very interesting. Matter of fact, I almost think I should just pull it up and, and um, actually talk about it a little bit. And as I'm, I'm thinking here, I, Oh, here, look, I'm right on, I can find the chapter or the part that it is. Okay. Here's, here's what's interesting. There's different groups that happen uh, with primates. One is one male and multi-female. All right. So, uh, so, so that's like, and that's called poly, uh, polygamy, right? They're poly, polygamous. All right. Um, let me see. I, I let me say, right. Poly, poly, Polygenous is what they are. Excuse me. And I may, I, you know, I, I might mess these terms up because, you know, even my teacher still does it. I mean, my professor, excuse me. Uh, even she doesn't know how to pronounce these things right. But, okay. And then uh, the, the the next one is polyandrous, which is like one woman and a bunch of like males, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, right? All right. And then there's also the multi-male, multi-female. And they just kind of swap and share. Uh and then there's the all male, which is the scariest one. And they, and my professor, uh, you know, equated that one to being like a frat house. They're like the young males that are kind of wayward and uh, they're the misfits. And so they're all together and they are the horniest. And the only, and the only one, the, the ones with the big canines and the big bodies are the ones that get the chicks. So even in, in that world, that's how it works. And especially in their world. All right. And then the, we have the one male and the, and then one female and uh, they're the monogamous ones. And, you know, they're, they don't they don't seem to care about canine size as much. 
and then you have the solitaries and uh and and those those ones are like well you know i just rather be alone but every once in a while i might need to have you know a fuck buddy and that's and i've dated that guy and so that's the solitary ones and they just you know they get together mutually when they just kind of feel like it and that's that's the way it is but I thought that their sexual dynamics was really interesting and, and, and the different roles that, you know, some, some of the uh, primates uh, did become involved in the child rearing. And some of them were like, you know, Hey, thanks for the seed. And, you know, we're off to, you know, we're off to the races basically. Uh, the problem is, is that, you know, in the primate world, um, they can't call social services, you know, to help subsidize their, funding when they have kids they have to find their own resources out in the wilderness and uh you know live near good fruit trees Woo! anyway uh getting to that let's talk about the human primate sexuality and uh hugh hefner uh you know represents a lot of that and you know the playboy bunny you know the nightclubs and this um this sort of like sexualization of women in a way, you know, nudity and this and that, uh, and uh, the gentleman's magazine, the marketing of it, uh, he really uh, influenced um, American culture and the culture of the world. Uh, and so this documentary doesn't really favor him too well. Uh, some of the, um, some of his past girlfriends and bunnies have come out with some pretty, pretty interesting, um, allegations post his death and also the um playboy empire has uh made their apologies and statements uh about how they feel about it and how they're going to uh, carry on the uh, business of the magazine uh so moving on uh i would like to um, i'm going to include that in uh tonight's uh broadcast and uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, hopefully um, I, I come back to do another podcast that I'm, I either don't wait, you know, the gas fumes are so bad that I don't wake up or, uh, or either um, hopefully, uh, you know, th there's not a big explosion uh, happening um, before now and the next time I can uh, be here and do a show. Until then... I will talk to you again. Please, I hope you enjoy the next half portion of this podcast. All right, uh, I'm back, actually. Uh, you're not going to hear that portion of the uh, my previous live stream about the Hugh Hefner docuseries. I'm having trouble uploading it to Anchor. Uh, it is a video, but they do have uh, an, av an availability is for us to upload a video and have them extract the audio file. And uh, for some reason, my computer is crashing. It's just the cursor's getting frozen, and uh, it's it's just it's just not liking this video, I guess. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna forego it for uh for a moment uh and not upload uh that but i i'm determined to do a podcast uh i have made it a goal uh, with myself to 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 do my due diligence and uh and and do a show regardless 
and uh, you know, I was going to play with the title, right? I was going to say, oh, well, this show is about my uh, my gasoline huffy neighbor, you know, like, and the Hugh Hefner docuseries. Well, you can, we can just like skip the Hugh Hefner docuseries part and uh, just uh, do this part of the show. Um, to be honest with you, uh, I, I am, I am a little bit tired at this point. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to just like piss out on, on doing this podcast and, you know, what, what would that be like if, if I just went, Oh, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I really, you know, like, like, I really don't feel like, you know, talking anymore, <laughs> you know? But uh, sometimes I think as a person, uh, you just have to, you just, you have to suck it up and, uh, and kind of um, power through it. Maybe, maybe I, I need to express other things. Like we should have like maybe a different kind of conversation uh, about, about what's going on in the world. Um, you know, I, 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 watched a bit of the state of the union address and to be honest with you i almost had an anxiety attack it seriously panicked me because i thought oh my god we're gonna we're gonna have world war three like <clears throat> it's like i just saw us blowing up like it's like like we were just like it just sees all being nuked you know a, a, a huge disaster and i posted something on facebook i said something like Oh, well, you know, and just like that, the masks were gone. It's just like, it's like somebody turned the page and there's Joe Biden coming down and shaking hands and nobody's wearing a mask and, the mask, and they go, oh yeah, everything's being lifted. It's, it's flatlined. It's all over with, but oh, by the way, we're going to war. It's like, oh yeah. Okay. We don't even get to have a reprieve. We, as, as a group, as, as a society, we don't even get to have a breath. Like, oh, me, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. Like I'm still wearing my mask. Really? Like, I don't, I'm confused. Like some places, like there's still signs on the door, wear your mask, or there's people still wearing masks inside the store. There's some, some, there's some people working behind the counter that aren't wearing masks. And then there's people that are wearing masks. And then there's people going, oh, well, don't worry about it. We have the plexiglass. Personally, I kind of like how when you have the mask under your chin, it's kind of helps you like not have a double chin, you know, but I don't know about you guys, but I get this feeling sometimes, like this feeling of immediacy. Like, are these my last days? Or is this it? Or, you know, how come the human race can't stop themselves from blowing themselves up? Well, whether it be the guy who's huffing next door to me, like obviously he doesn't care about blowing himself up or other people. So why should our why should the, our our leaders not care about you know blowing a certain portion of the country up? I feel like I'm I'm living in a world of zombies right now, like you know Mr. Huffing guy next door, you know the, this other shit that's going on upstairs. I swear to God, I feel like like like. 
you know, when you're hearing noises, you 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 start to have like an imagination about them. Like, wow, what's really going on up there? I pictured like this gang guy or mafia guy going, "You gotta pay me my money! You pay me my money! You pay me!" You know, like you know, Tony Montana is up on the top of the stairs. You know, no, there's just some dude tweaking, like trying to like pinch wires together or something. You know, I'm like I'm so over it, really. You know. I hate it when I say, you know, it's one of those like word whiskers that slip in when you're tired. You know, you know, you know. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just been a stressful week for me. Oh, I got uh, like the assignments I had to get done. I had, I had a math exam and then I had to do a speech on the same day. The speech I'm going to release it on my uh, my YouTube channel pretty soon. And my YouTube channel is not my rabbit hole it's with Terry Joyce on YouTube. And I, I did it. I did a uh, we, we had to do a, a, a speech in my persuasion class, which is very interesting. And we had to talk on that. We give three different perspectives on a topic, but not try to persuade somebody for it. Like have them believe it. But my topic was extraterrestrials. Like first it was like, do you believe in extraterrestrials? And then I narrowed it down to, um, you know, the, uh, did the, did the Nazis make contact with extraterrestrials? And that's, that's the angle that I take on it. And so, uh, I, I will try to, um, upload it maybe here too, for you guys on, uh, on the, um, uh, especially on Spotify, if I if, if everything works right and I can upload again, I will I, I will uh, definitely upload it for you. Uh, but yeah, I mean now it's really quieted down. I don't I don't know like like since I started recording, since I started recording, it's weird. It like it got quiet all of a sudden. It's like oh, um, but. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> just a little bit of a pause. Um, well, I want to thank you for, uh, for listening to my podcast. If you have listened to this one and, and hopefully like you have, um, found it, uh, somewhat, uh, entertaining. I also have this other thing that's going on. I guess like I'll, maybe I'll close here and I, I've already done some shows about it. That I, I have some issues with um, cyberbullying. I mean, I, I'm, it's not me doing it. I'm having issues with people doing it to me. And it's been uh, happening for about five years now. And uh, it's been coming from people that are uh, are other media hosts. They have other YouTube channels. They have they're actually online personalities, and they were associated to uh, some online radio shows I was a part of. And they also it, it also intersects with conspiracies and UFO conspiracies and people who are involved with QAnon. And uh, it's it's gotten really scary, honestly. Um, I have. Um, I'm exhausted from it. And uh, there's been something going on recently where uh, I've been exposing them with other people. Like there's some, I don't know how to describe it because the internet's so new and because of the fact that you can have 
multiple profiles and um, you can do a cycle like, like, like when cyberbullying happening, it happens. And, and there's people that have actually committed suicide over this. People will gang up on and groups on people online. Like, like people gang up on um, teenagers in high school. Only it, it, it's like the same thing. And it's like they're organized. And there's an organized group of people that are connected to the UFO conspiracy and to conspiracies of when people talk about child trafficking. And, um, you know, they, they often like to use the word red pill or I'm woke or however. And... Uh, if you investigate certain things, like lately I've been invest, I looked into that, um, the little missing little girl. Um, actually, this is about that Harmony Montgomery, that that case of that missing girl. Uh, when I started to talk about that, and I also talked about another YouTube personality that had a similar Facebook profile name that matched the parents' names in The Missing Little Girl, and she seemed to be disrupting chat rooms and have an obsession with true crime podcasts that are specifically um, specifically talking about uh, missing little girls. And, you know, if you look at... Her name is Deborah Director, so if you look on some of the stuff that I've done recently on my channel, you will hear me exploring that. And I talk about how she's connected to this uh, super soldier program conspiracy. And that was like in one of my last videos I did where I, I uh, uploaded footage about James Reek and the super soldier program. And, you know, then there was another documentary uh, done by Oki uh, called How I Infiltrated a, Biz a Bizarre Conspiracy Cult. And, you know, all those... Right. I mean, that, like, I've, I've, you know, we've been I've been talking about something here on my channel that's kind of fringe, but it actually intersects with QAnon. Like it actually intersects with our American politics. And there are certain people that aren't even American, but they are um, pushing uh, pro-Trump. They, they're pushing pro-Russia stuff. They are uh, they are they are uh, anti-vaxxers. But they, they take these topics and they put them into a conspiracy realm where anybody could take any of those topics and only see them that way. Because they go to the, to the farthest uh, stereotype of everything that they talk about, if, if that makes any sense. I hope that does make sense to somebody. I don't know. Who knows? But you know, I've, I've seen this come out and spill out in, from this UFO uh, online conspiracy media. And there's some really nasty players in it. And they will, if they don't like what you're saying, they will try to make you look like you're stupid by being in your chat room and harassing you. They will take what you say and try to connect it to some stupid conspiracy. Because like the Carol, the, um, Harmony Montgomery story has really expanded since I first talked about it in my, in my knowledge of it. This little girl was lost in DCYF. 
Her brother was adopted by a DC anchorman who is a who was an out public gay married couple, and they they adopted three boys, but not Harmony. Harmony was given to her criminal father. She was in the foster care program because her mother was a drug addict. The father had actually shot his dealer in the face during a heroin deal, went to prison for three years. It happened while his, while uh, Crystal was pregnant with Harmony. And then social services, DCYF gives the girl, the little girl to the father for custody. She's missing for two years. The mother tries to call, uh, you know, get um, DCYF on it. They blow her off. She goes to the police. They blow her off initially. She's missing for two years. And now she's on a list to be found. And the mother says that she believes that her, the father, her ex, sold her. Sold her. And when I talk about this, it's not a conspiracy. It's on television. It's national news. It's a big deal. And I have some of these jokers in my chat and talking about me and, and, and saying that I'm doing some Boston cult conspiracy to make me look like I'm a lunatic to other people. That's the game these people play and they're orchestrated. And I'm not the, and I'm not the only person they do it to. I've been looking at a bunch of others. A guy I mentioned his name, Lee Veltman. Lee Veltman has been stalking and harassing me for 5 years. And he doesn't work alone. And he's done it to other women. And what is this? I'm a YouTube, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm an accomplished professional stand-up comedian. I've been on national television. I've, I've spent 10 years in radio or more, online radio, and I've done mainstream radio. I have so much under my my belt, and now I'm back in college, a full-time student, and I'm still being harassed by these people. Sarah Rachel Adams. What? What for? Well, that's for another show. If you, if this is the first time you've heard this, because. I'm too tired to go into all of it, but let's just say it has to do with death, conspiracies, and all of the above. And until then, good night, everybody, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Take care. Mm-hmm.